0: Hey there, you're listening to Combo Breaker, a one-two punch of enthusiasm. Each week, I present a tiny interruption to share something that I'm digging on. And I'm your host, Cole, and you can check out okretro.zone to stay on top of new podcasts, videos, and more. So, here we go! This week, I wanted to talk about Sandland, a short serialized manga by Akira Toriyama. Originally, it was published in the summer of 2000 and made its North American debut in January of 2003 and ran through November of that year. Having first stumbled across Dragon Ball Z a few years earlier on Toonami, I remembered visiting, at least that's my perspective, I guess. I remember visiting a friend out of state and seeing Vegeta with a scouter over his eye, yelling about Kakarot, and me being like, what? What is this? And while on vacation, I remember not being able to get enough of it. I remember having to wait quite a- some time until I had Cartoon Network to watch a DBZ on my own. But that brings me to Sandland. I absolutely love Akira Toriyama's drawing style. He did work for Chrono Trigger, Dragon Quest, you know, Dragon Warrior. Uh, and-, and drawing as a kid, it was easy enough to resemble the character. I could replicate some of the similar designs that you would find on like Yamcha or Goku. But I liked his characters and the in the worlds he built They're with fantastical creatures and weird dragons and cat people and things and futuristic machines and the architecture. I'm looking at you, Capsule Corp. But when I was younger, I loved to draw and I would draw a lot and making my own stapled together comics, making my own Dragon Ball OCs. You know, as kids do, I had no idea they were called OCs then. Uh... But it was along with other animated cartoons, and I got into comics and manga. And with manga, I mostly hung around Dragon Ball. Sure, Roary Kenshin was kind of tossed in the mix a little bit, um, but I enjoyed the stories. But I really used them as studies to show like composition and framing and character design. I remember focusing a bit more on Dragon Ball versus Dragon Ball Z because Dragon Ball was a bit like I guess more funny. It was it was more of an adventure series to me versus. Dragon Ball Z being slightly older and action packed for the most part, you still had those one-off stories that were little side adventures and stuff, but it was mostly there, you have action and combat that was, you know, intertwined with that narrative where Dragon Ball didn't always have that. So I would say they're both dynamic, but in far different ways, which my enjoyment of Dragon Ball brings me to Sandland. I remember uh, stumbling across it out of Barnes and & Noble and being like, uh, excuse me? How does Akira Toriyama have any time for anything else other than Saiyans? Um, Coming to find out, he has m- many other stories, but at the time, I would say my internet use was inconsistent at best in the early-mid-2000s. But I saw Akira Toriyama's name on the spine of this book, and I snatched that bad boy up faster than I think I even realized it. The cover had a demon dude and an old man and another demon gremlin thing and the writing on this like weird go-kart jeep and I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. I remember being like I totally remember being apprehensive like there there's no Goku. What? Come on. But Sandland, the story, it it's so simple. After years of war, a region was left with hardly any water. We need to get water. That's it. Uh a formal formal a former, oh boy, a former army general who is now a sheriff is frustrated and he decides to go out and find water. Our sheriff friend with the name Rao ends up going to seek help from some demons if he's going to traverse this, uh, waterless wasteland. Um, so he's joined by Prince beelzebub and a demon named Thief. And if you are familiar with DBZ, you know of Deborah, and he makes a casual, uh, appearance in the... In the manga as well so quite quickly in the in the in the movie jesus the manga starts pretty fast we find out that there's a dingus of a greedy king out there who's privatized the water supply so he sells this to his citizens at a premium which forced them to kind of rob each other and like fuck each other over so they could have a chance of surviving so like obviously super not cool um there's two general figures in the story one who actually has a really cool—that's uh, mm, not maybe not the right word—but his character evolves over the story, and it's kind of cool to to see how that whole transition. Um, but he's a, he's younger. Uh, his main focus is kind of chasing down round friends. Uh, we have a second uh, general man who I would say is like the top of the army, who's very old and floats around in like a weird health orb. Um <laughs> um it, it's obviously there to keep him alive. He's kind of the puppeteer of the army. Um as the king is just kind of the shitty patriarch figure. Um so as Rao and his demon friends set off in his Jeep, the vehicle breaks down, uh he ends up stealing a tank, the army gets involved. Um kind of glancing over a, a whole lot here, um, especially the relationship between Beelzebub Thief and and Rao. Um which is cool. I don't... yeah, that's like the story, right? But the story isn't long. I believe it was 14 chapters, I think? Now I want to say 11, but I think it's 14 chapters. I think the story has some twists and turns, and it's not, it's not really long, but I, I think it really does a good job of kind of building that world and fleshing out the characters without really derailing the story and its intention. Sure, I, I probably want to know a little bit more about the character Thief, but there's enough context to him and him being older than Bezelbub that I'm like, okay, he probably has this knowledge and probably has even more stories, but he's not why we're there. That's just me being selfish. Um, but yeah, the, the characters are written well to where you either align with their quest or you hate them. And it's pretty easy. I hope you check it out. I kind of glanced over the story, but bad government, hiding water, making citizens sad and dehydrated. Uh, old man seeks help from demons in the desert to go find water and get in some trouble with the army and the king. So um, that's a summary. Uh, And friendship. There's probably, yeah, there's friendship. The one last thing that I'll, I'll leave you with is on the first page of the manga, there's a little note shared from Akira Toriyama. I shall read it now. This was supposed to be a short, simple manga about an old man and a tank, which I made for my own personal enjoyment but the tank was harder to draw than I expected and I stubbornly insisted on drawing it all myself. So I came to regret even getting involved with it. But the story was already plotted out to the end, so I couldn't change anything and I went through hell drawing the whole thing. Toriyama in 2000. So, with that note, uh, I hope you do check out Sandland. I think it's a, a fun little I don't know. I don't know if it's in the same world as Dragon Ball. Dabura being there, I, I mean, he's a devil so i don't know how devils work if they can go through uh worlds uh thank you for listening to combo breaker for a one-two punch of enthusiasm i hope you enjoyed this week's podcast and if you did i hope you share it with a friend and if you want to share something that you're digging on shoot an email over to weareokretro at gmail.com with combo breaker in the subject line and follow me on the social medias at weareokretro to see new stuff coming out what i'm up to and i hope you have a fantastic week Until next time.